4: Even flow Who's to now. It's any later. This is SportsRange. I am Renzi. All right, you know what? I got I to gotta chill out, but I got to chill out. I blame our boy Matthias, to be honest. Like, uh, let's just be real. We were cruising along. Matthias starts telling me, oh, you know what? We've lost the shows. And I'm like, what shows? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> he goes, he was the last two, you know, whatever shows. I'm like, I'm like, dude. I don't know why you're telling me this right now, but then my blood just started to like boil in rage. I got Julio, and I'm poor. Julio's getting mad. I'm having a hard time hearing stuff. I got a microphone, and like we got we we got a lot of issues here. All not not major things. It's just sort of now I'm starting to realize too. I'm like, all right, I don't know if everything is just like, or if it's me. That's like you know you have you slept about four hours in the last four days here, right? Like you're not exactly in the. I can't lie, today was the first day where I was sort of, I got dizzy once, sort of. <laughs> you know, I'm in the sun. I sort of had that, wool, And I was like, even from my standards, I was like, oh, bro, like, this is, you're going pretty hard here. And like I said, I'm not partying. So I'm like, worn out by, like, you know, my brain just sort of like, doo, doo, my head. So whenever anything ever goes wrong, it's like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm at that point now. But I also said before, we could set again as Book of World Records. When I was younger, though, I'm not as bold anymore. I don't, I, I don't pretend I could do it. I said years ago, Matthias, that I, I forget what it was. Somebody did it. It was like four or five days or something. You even get breaks, bro. I could do it, actually, but I, I don't care enough to do it. But this is pretty much it. You know what it is, though? It's like the... Um, it's like the insanity. It's like the bright lights. We're in a convention center and it's constant. Right? So it's the middle of the night, the bright lights. And it's like you start to look up. And guys, put it this way. I was here at 9 a.m. Uh, like local time. It's now 12.04 local time. So that's 15 hours. This is hour 15 for us. And we got, we got another one to go. And then we'll be back again Tomorrow. And the grind, you know, the, the the cycle continues. So, as I stated, if people think, oh, you know, Maroney's at the Super Bowl, I don't know where the strip club is. Like, you know, what I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know where the bars are, I don't know where the parties are at. I do know where the dispensary is, though. I can tell you that. Now, how about this, Matthias? Two for one.
5: Super Bowl week. It's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> like I'm dead serious no. two for one they, they, everything they, they hooking you up they got you flying high <laughs> everything
4: so I was like so you're telling oh, me yeah. if I buy the deal. four I get eight she's like yeah I'm like so basically I got so we got so much like it was up to the legal limit she goes now you can't get the extra jar you're over the daily whatever I was like really I was like, I was like I said I didn't mean to do this but like if it's two for one I mean you're you yeah. know and of course, me too. I'm like, ah. I said, I'll be hooked up. I don't know if I'll see you again. And I was back the next day. <laughs> so we can tell, we can tell you that. Shout out to, to, yeah, to the crew over there. The late night anger man for Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Mrensky. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of bustle, but everybody else. In between countdown to kickoff is on. I don't want to mush this, but seems like my internet just got a lot better. Uh, I think I mushed it. No, no, I didn't think it did. That's another thing. It's really frustrating. Like if you're you're a radio host, I'm you know I'm a very impatient person to begin with, so. You know, I'm trying to look for a prop and stuff and you know, I'm talking and I can do it. When I'm in studio, I'm really good at like ta-ta-ta. I can find stuff when I'm talking and no one even know, you know I'm leaving. It really angers me. <laughs> so like I'm here and I get the double spin, the reload, I get knocked off. It's like you know, we're using this sort of um and that's another thing too. The computers are going back and forth from the um from like a hard wire to Wi-Fi, so, you know, we're basically on a shared sort of system in here, even though it's pretty powerful. But we're actually better off because it's, it's the late night hours right now. So shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Um, I'm going to start throwing out some more props for you. I've given you quite a bit of them already, but, you know, not everybody listens every night, even though I know we do have a lot of listeners. Hey, shout out to our boy Jason in Arizona. It was pretty crazy. We met him outside the players entrance. All the players come out and there's like dudes waiting with footballs to get the players to sign and stuff like that. And I come out and some guy's like, Gabriel Morenci, can I get a picture? And uh, he listens all the time. He's a massive fan of the show. So uh, shout out, Jason. Uh, love you for all the support, bro. And uh, turns out Matias, there's a Morenci, Arizona. There's a town, Morency, Arizona. <laughs> and He's like, oh, he told me that it's, like, it would be, like, amazing if I would go there with him and we can get a beer in Morency, Arizona and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It sounds good, but I can't do it today. But I promise we'll do this. I It's something I'll do. Um, so Shout-out to our boy, Jason. Shout-out to our boy, Cash, from Texas as well. We met so many people here, listeners of the network, fans of the shows, and not just me, but, you know, everything that The Grid is doing and stuff, so... Uh, we really do appreciate the support. All, everyone listening on all of our AM radio affiliates. Eric Pinkus is on the radar uh, tonight. And listen, listen, I've spoken to like, you know, 210 people. We've had a pretty good ratio. But Pincus was at the game tonight. We'll see how this plays out. But I got a good feeling. I'm a betting man. I'll, I'll bet that Eric Pincus checks in with us. We'll get this um, NBA trade deadline. Recap a little bit. It was crazy. And some Super Bowl
2: props. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
6: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at WellsFargo.com/slash Active Cash.
1: Ah! The sweet sound of sports you love from sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
3: So, what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. But
0: well, why
4: do
3: they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're
4: having fun! Look, it went further than your ball! Shout out to our boy Carl, who's done a great job uh, here this week, and Matthias holding it down in the studio. That's it, you need people holding it down in the studio. The studio is the key to this thing, it's all the time. Right, it's a big thing. It's like, cause you know, stuff stuff's gonna happen. You need, you know, you need to be holding it down. So shout out to Carl. Everyone's been working hard, and Carl actually told me to read the back of the the, the pass. And he goes, "You ever read the back of this thing?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, like, there's like fine print on the back of the pass. And he basically said, "He goes, well, you should actually read it sometime." And he goes, "It might like surprise you." And I said, "Yeah, maybe I will." I said, maybe I'll do this on the show, and I'm looking right now, but it's just, it's just too small for me. I'm like Robert De Niro a casino. I can't see. It's these see damn lights. I got to have bright lights all day. I got to put the glasses on. I got to go rock star style. So you want to be a rock star, superstar? All right, so we've got uh, Eric Pinkett on the radar. Um, we've had so much great stuff. I had a great conversation with Mike Tanier, actually, uh, that was on the TV show. Mike had some interesting breakdowns of the Super Bowl. But I wanted to share some of the props uh, with you just joining us. Maybe you know, There's always people listening to the, you know, to the show for the first time, right? And stuff like that. This is the first time you're listening. We're generally a little bit better. We're normally as angry as this, but we're, you know, no, no. it's the middle of the night. We've been here for 15 hours. We're the only people broadcast. I think there might be someone else now. Yeah, there's one other show going on now. I don't know where those guys are. I think they might, I might, there's like an Ireland crew or something here. Like they, they're like six hours ahead. <laughs> but so, so props that I liked and that I put in. Let me just blast through this right now. Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. We've played it. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, minus 25. You got to play that. I like Jarek McKinnon under not over under nine and a half long rush attempt under nine and a half now Travis Kelsey speaks for himself but I'm you know what like I said I, I'm gonna give you reasons why uh all this stuff is gonna happen all right number one Travis Kelsey's a freaking machine and and we know that Mahome's going to throw to him a million times so obviously it's gonna go over to six and a half as far as touchdowns are concerned Travis Kelsey is scored a touchdown in eight of his last nine playoff games as far as Jarek McKinnon is concerned, Jarek McKinnon isn't a good running back. He's gonna catch at a ball. He's not like a good running back that's gonna run the ball for you. All right. Jarek McKinnon's long rush attempt is over under nine and a half yards. It's actually come down to eight and a half because I've been talking about it so much. But um it's nine and a half. In the last in in in, in eighteen games that he's played in this year, it's fourteen and four to under nine and a half. The last fourteen games that the Chiefs have played that he's been in. He's only ran the ball for a longer rush than 9.5 twice. 12-2 and in the last 14 games. It's 12-2. and So give me Jerick McKinnon, a long rush under 9.5. We've been talking, and we told you guys about the uh, the shortest uh, touchdown attempt, all right? Shortest touchdown attempt, which means over under 1.5. So will somebody score from the one-yard line? Yes. Six of the last seven Super Bowls, there's been a touchdown from the one-yard line in. So, all right, this is six to seven. No, no, 23 to last 33. 23 and 10. Uh, there has been. All right, anybody can just tell you that about why well, I read the stat here. Well, let's dig a little deeper here. Philadelphia Eagles this year have 10 touchdowns from the one yard line. Jalen Hurts has seven of them. Kansas City Chiefs have seven touchdowns from the one yard line this year. Travis Kelsey has three touchdown catches from the one yard line this year. How does the ball always end up on the one? And you figure, wow, well, it's got to end up on the one. It can end up on the one randomly, but the, the other key to this is if there's a penalty in the end zone, the ball is put on the one yard line. Right? Pass interference in the end zone, the ball's on the one. Right? The ball ends up on the one. And the other thing is too, it's kind of subjective. Like between the one and the two. So if it's like, you know, the one and a half yard line, I could say it's the one, right? Like, trust me, as a field, long field goal better, I'm a w i am ai see how they play little games with the it's almost, I don't know, I'd like to ask them actually, they had Blandino on earlier, i almost like to say, how do you really like, if it's in between, you know what I mean, <laughs> like which way do you go? Because there's a lot of money at stake on this stuff. All right, like if they say, no, no, it's actually from the two, it's not from the one. And if it's in the middle or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I like this play a lot. So, you know, short touchdown, yes, uh, I'd say six to last seven, 23 of the last 33. I like that one a lot. Devonte Smith over four and a half receptions minus one fifty five. Devontae Smith has really come on as Jalen Hurts you know one you know the go to guy, one of the go to guys, and quite frankly, like we talked about, he's a great route runner, right? AJ Brown's more of the speed and you know specimen guy that ooh, what a freak athlete, but Devonte Smith is just a natural, pure route runner, and he gets open. And, you know, that it's four and a half receptions at minus 155 to the over. Devontae Smith, the last eight games, has five catches or more in seven of the last eight games. The only game that he did not go over four and a half catches was the game against the San Francisco 49ers, which there wasn't a game. That was like the stupidest game ever. If there was ever a time that anyone should have forfeited, it should have been San Francisco and have been allowed to do it. You know, that should almost be allowed in a rule. Like, you know what I mean? You should be allowed to say, you know what? All right. You know, we know we're not coming back. We don't have a quarterback. Everyone's dead. You guys can good luck in the Super Bowl. We're going home. (laughs) I don't believe in quitting, but I never believe in quitting anything. All right. (laughs) I'm so dumb. Even things are bad. I won't quit. So, I don't believe in quitting anything. I would have quit that game. <laughs> like, I would have been like just standing there on the sideline, like just done. You know what I mean? I would have just been standing there looking at the clock, thinking, oh, my God, we got to stand here for another hour and a half and go through this while these drunk people in Philadelphia yell at us. We don't have a quarterback. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if it was ever a time, just, you know, pull the plug. It's over. It, it's done. If it, was, if it was ever a time. But I like Devontae Smith. Like I said, seven of the last eight games, gone over four and a half. And he's going to go over four and a half in his game. Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell over under uh, rush attempts. Four and a half. Gainwell's going to get some touches. Even though people think that, like, oh, Gainwell comes in when they're, you know, they have the lead and stuff. Gainwell's going to be a part of this game. You know, they're not gonna dismiss Miles Sanders. There seems to be two schools of thought. A lot of people, you know, and you know you got the conspiracy theorists which think and are saying that Miles Sanders won't be on the Eagles next year. It's the thing with the Eagles, right? They're so good and everyone's gonna think they're better than they are and they're gonna get overpaid and stuff. So Miles Sanders probably won't be there. Gainwell will. You notice Gainwell's been getting more and more touches. So, you know, some people think that they're sort of transitioning right now and thinking, you know what, screw Sanders. He's going to leave anyways or he's not going to be here. So let's focus with Gainwell a little bit. I don't think that. I personally don't, but I'm saying people do. Some people have said that. Many people, a lot of people said that. I sound like Trump. People are saying, <laughs> I'm not saying, but people are saying. Um, no, but we've heard that, right? We, you know, you've heard that. But I do, you know, I, I like Gainwell. I like the way Gainwell's is running. running. I mean, the guy's running hard. Like, he's just there's something about guys that are just a hot hand. And he's got, it's like Pacheco's a hot hand. Oh, Pacheco was another one that I put in. A lot of these are off the top of my head. I don't even need to read any of these stats. It's boom, boom, boom. But I'm geo blocked from reading one of, the, one of my bets. I can't see the list because I'm in a state that's blocked and whatever. Sports betting is legal in Arizona, but it's, it blocks you from looking at other states, like action. You know what I'm saying? There's always something. This is
2: rage. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right in the new podcast you might be right former tennessee governors bill haslam and phil bredesen posed that question to guests like paul ryan al gore and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance, and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
6: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need.
1: The only thing I know about strategy is that whatever the manager does, it's wrong. Unless it works,
4: in which case he's a button pusher. Sports Rage, late night continues live from Phoenix, Arizona. We're throwing it down on Media Row. Absolute um, craziness uh, on the floor here uh, today and in the city of Phoenix. A buzz, and, you know, it's unbelievable. We're going to bring Eric Pincus in. I don't want to keep him waiting because he's cool enough to join us after the Laker game uh, tonight. A Laker game in which LeBron didn't play. A Laker game in which, I don't know, must have taken a public address announcer a couple hours to figure out, hey, who's this guy, what's this, and what's the team. I don't know. Who's, like, Eric Pincus even is going to say, I don't know, his head's still spinning. Everything has gone on. 115-106 was the final score. The Bucks, uh win the basketball game uh, tonight. And uh, Eric, I'm on, I'm on the floor here, Row, and it's late, you know, it's the overnight hours, but we're also here during the day, so we're doing multiple shows and stuff uh, here. It's unbelievable that the Super Bowl is the biggest sporting event in America and one of the biggest sporting events in the world, let's say after the World Cup and the, and the Olympics and the Champs League, etc. I'd say 75% of the, all you heard, you didn't hear the words Patrick Mahomes, you didn't hear the word Jalen Hurts, radio stations all around America, Eric. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, NBA, NBA, NBA. Unbelievable the week the NBA has had as far as media bang. Like you're a, you're a salary cap strategist, capologist, and you're a smart guy. But think about like the almost the free marketing advertising bang for the buck
3: that the NBA has gotten this week. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Of course. Yeah, uh I I'm not really like a football guy. You know, my my niche is the NBA, but I've talked to a lot of people around the around the sporting world and they're like, "Man, the 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 NBA is just dominating the news cycle right now." I mean, no one's talking about the Super Bowl. And I look, like, it'll calm down. Uh, you know, we, we can focus now. I mean, basically the week's over. You know, trade deadlines passed, LeBron passed Kareem. It, it, we can focus now on football, although, you know, I'll still be doing my NBA stuff, but yeah. Uh, wild, wild week. I'm still trying to figure out who went where and and what, but uh, yeah, let, let's, let's get to it. What, what are we going to hit? All
4: right. Well, I see your Twitter's blowing up as far as Laker fans sending you questions. and rightfully so. They respect your opinion. So grading the Lakers, you know, there's so much to digest now that you've had a little bit of time to sort of you know kick back and you know soak in what 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 they're doing here. What do you like? What do you dislike about what the Lakers
3: have done over the last couple of days? Well, I mean, like, if you change the question to, you know, last couple of years, I would say I don't like. I mean, I I don't like what they've done. For some time. I mean, uh, obviously getting Russell Westbrook was a mistake. And, you, look, you, you do what you want to do. Uh, you make the best decision you can. LeBron wanted Russ. AD wanted Russ. Uh, the Laker front office wanted Russ. Russ wanted to be here. It was a mistake. But it was a mistake that took about a year and a half to unwind. But they unwound it. And you, I talked to so many people around the league, different executives, scouts, uh, you know, agents, just people in the industry. And they're like, yeah, the Lakers are not going to be able to move Russ and get talent back unless they move two firsts and yet in the final balance they only moved one had a little bit of protection so it wasn't unprotected you know just top four just enough where if there's like a victor Weminyama in 2027 someone like him and they're terrible that they still have a shot at that uh and then they bring in d'angelo russell who you know is is very good he's a very talented player i don't want to say he's the best point guard in the league we don't need the best point guard in the league when you got lebron james uh he fits a little bit better uh certainly a lot better than russ and uh, the the situation with russ have gotten pretty toxic i'm not gonna lie i mean I'm, I'm around it enough to see i got eyes you know it's 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 not a good situation so i i like what they did i i give them basically at this point an a minus if they can extend d'angelo and if it works uh, you know, it, it, they make the playoffs and, you know, even if they don't win a title, then, yeah, I mean, this could even be up, uh, ranked up to an A.
4: Eric Pincus, uh joining us. Eric, I'm almost the, the jerk contrarian. When it, when it comes to basketball, in life general, like, especially, listen, you're a capologist and you know you understand contracts so much, signing stars and big names doesn't equate success all the time, right? And, you know, and I, you know, People fall for this over and over, but they, they rinse and the same people. Like Kyrie's a good example. Oh my God, you know, Kyrie. Haven't we seen this enough? Kyrie, you know, you know, the script is played over and over again. So I almost like to be the, you know, the anti super team and oh they're gonna blow up. They're gonna do this. I gotta be honest. I like Phoenix. I like what they've done here. I think there's a short shelf life to this and it's all predicated on Kevin Durant's health, but I wanted to ask you from a basketball standpoint. How much do you like the Phoenix Suns roster and lineup if you've got, you know, this this monster of, let's call it Aiton. Um, you know, if you just rack up the points per night, guys, like between Ayton, Booker, and Durant, you're talking about, like, on a bad night, they, these three guys could give you 85-90 combined. You throw in CP3, and if the bench can give you anything— they're going to be tough to beat. I agree or disagree. Do you like the Phoenix Suns' chances this year? Not in the big picture, but this year, if KD's healthy and ready to go.
3: I mean, I have a lot of I have mixed feelings. I think the main the main issue is that KD and Chris are you know on the wrong side of thirty by uh, not not like they're. You know, thirty and and two months. They're like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're aged. They're they're deep into thirty. And and don't make me feel old back. here, bro. You're making me feel old. Yeah, they're getting close oh, to forty. Forget four, about it. <laughs> Look, I mean, if you're if you're a gymnast, you know, like you're done by the time you're like fifteen. You know, I mean, in a lot of cases. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know, it's a strange world. And and you know, in the '30s, some guys last. You know, LeBron. I'm still watching him. And and yeah, there's some moments where you know he's had some injuries and he's slowed a bit, but he's still you know. Absolutely incredible basketball player, but you know Chris is really starting to slow down, uh, and he struggled even in his prime to stay healthy in the playoffs. Katie's, you know, people talk a lot about AD missing time, but Katie's missed you know equal or more time. So, you know, over the last few years, so it's just it's they made a win now move two years ago. They they were a win now team last year regular season. They looked like a win now team in the playoffs. That wasn't the case. Right now, they don't have the depth. They don't have the defense they can still pick up players off of the buyout market. They have made a few less, you know, trades and whatnot. But I I'm not I'm not convinced yet. Like Darius uh, Basley, like is he going to you know, fill in enough of, of a of a presence, I guess defensively? I'm trying to figure it all out. And and I think it can work. You know, KD is so talented. It, Chris is so generous as a point guard. He's going to get the ball to Booker. He's going to get it to KD, uh, you know, Aiden, but yeah, there's only one ball. And, you know, they already had scoring, and you let go of Bridges, who's a really nice young defender, so who's going to pick up that role? And Cam Johnson's hurt a lot, but when he's hurt and when he's playing, he has, you know, he's a good role player. So I'm not convinced. I don't think they're the top two or three team in, in the league, but I will just say, you know, to kind of round out your question, West's pretty wide open. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say they, they can't get back to the finals. I'm not sure who stands out today as the West team that's like, oh, yeah, that's the team that's going to get there.
4: Eric Pink is uh, joining us uh, right now, and Eric, I hate to um, talk about a story that's so stale and old. That's how crazy it is that, like, Kyrie Irving. It's like, oh, that's oh, come on, that's old news. <laughs> right? And and here we are right now. So you don't love overall. And when I looked at the Dallas lineup immediately, I thought, oh my god, like, who's going to play defense here? You got Kyrie Irving, <laughs> you got Luke on the floor, you got Christian Wood on the floor, you got Hardaway, and I saw Tristan Thompson say. He said, Kyrie can play defense if he wants to. He goes, you just sort of have to get it out of him. And he goes, if he's committed to doing it, he can do it. But that's, a, you know, that's that's another big if. Like, Do you like Dallas's lineup better now this year? Like, I'm talking for this year's play. Do you like Dallas better or Phoenix better than what they did? So what do you think about the Mavs and what they did?
3: Oof. Uh, it's a tough one because you kind of have a parallel, right? Like you yeah. you lose Dorian Finney Smith, your best defender. You you lose uh Mikel Bridges, your best defender. Uh you're moving pieces out that complement Luca well, but The Mavericks had a problem. I mean, it's not a crazy – I mean, we all know what you do in the playoffs with Luka. It doesn't always work, but you trap him. You get the ball out of his hand. You send the the kitchen sink. You throw everyone at him. And then make sure he gives up the ball and makes someone else beat you. That's what you do with Steph. That's what you do with – Trey Young. That's what you do with John ja Moran. You just go down the list of like guys. Like that. that's stuff that even LeBron's had to deal with over the course of his career. That's why they got Westbrook was to try to give him somebody else who could handle the ball when LeBron's being you taken out. It's harder to take out LeBron because he could just drive right through you because he's so strong. And Luca's strong too. But I just, you know, Kyrie gives them that. Like you double Luca, he gets the ball to Kyrie. And now Kyrie can run the offense with Luka out of the picture and you're still in trouble as a defensive team. But, you know, your your questions very grounded. Like who is gonna play defense? Wood is not a very strong defender. He's had some moments. Uh I don't I don't know. I mean it's it they can still pick up players on the you know, buyout market. I, I don't know the answer how they make it work. I don't see them as a team that, in my mind, when you have to win in the playoffs, at some point it, it becomes getting a stop or two, and I don't see this team doing it. That said, it's going to be really hard to get a stop on them. And so, yeah, sometimes you have a team that just outscores all the other teams. Usually they don't win titles. Every once in a while they do. And, you know, if we want to go back in time, Dallas with Dirk, that was they were a pretty good defensive team, but that was more of an offensive team. Uh, you, you, may, that, that team was certainly better defensively than this group So, uh, but maybe they end up winning this way I'm, I'm just not convinced that they do
4: I thought the same thing actually I was like, you know what alright go Loyola Marymount style old school just put up 140 tonight and say alright try to score more uh, than us uh, right now Eric I always appreciate your time we got about a minute and a half on the way out here uh, oh no not even so 30 seconds music playing uh, Jakob Pertle, how shocked were you that he got sent back to Toronto and a quick recap here
3: well that's been buzzing around a little bit that they've been trying to get him they decided should they blow it up or should they add and they decided to add and keep trying so Jakob Pertle, you're back in, in Toronto where you started your NBA career I think it's a good move
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com is america's primary
0: system working is the electoral college still the best process for electing a president could a third-party candidate ever be successful in a new season of you might be right Former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee,
6: available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need.
3: My name's Bobby, and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here
4: because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. The late-night anger match for Class A. Great stuff with Eric Peckens. We could have went on and on. We're on Media Row here. He's got home from the Laker game. A uh, Laker game in which LeBron didn't play in. And they said, I don't want to spend all night talking. It's enough. It's Super Bowl week and stuff. But I think it's pretty pathetic and pretty weak, man. Oh, he had a sore ankle. Well, he didn't have a sore ankle the other night when he dancing around and acting like he won a championship, even though he lost the game. But you're going to tell me he cares, he cares so much. Remember, like, the Boston loss? Oh, every game counts, man. But, you know, I'm not going to play on the next one in Brooklyn, though. No. Now that I got my record, no, I don't feel good. I'm not going to play. Like, dude, why do you think AD like is like, yeah, whatever, dude. Seriously. And, no. you know, LeBron, like I said, when LeBron tweeted out, maybe it's me. Yeah, it is you, LeBron. You know it's you. So it's not maybe it's you. You chose this, though. He traded it. I told you guys this. LeBron traded it. Right? LeBron can win many more championships if he wanted to. He could easily, LeBron could easily say, listen to the Lakers. I don't want to be here. I've already won for you. He's done it to every other city, right? I don't want to be here. I want to go play with these guys, or he could insist to get good players. He doesn't want good players around him because good players will score points. And then after, he can act a victim all the time. Like, oh, you know, damn, man, I told the Lakers. Well, you told the Lakers what? You mean Maverick Carter that runs the Lakers, your buddy, Uh, your agent? You and AD, you guys, I know you have no you have no influence in the room. Like, he's so disgenuous. Like, that's my thing with LeBron James. I, You know, I got no beef. You know what's crazy? Usually it's the opposite. You say, you know what, the guy's a great player, but he's a jerk. LeBron is not a jerk. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. It's like the opposite. I don't like LeBron the basketball player, but I like LeBron the person. I don't know if I've ever said this about an athlete. Like, it's the, like bizarro world. Like when I see LeBron talk in real life and he's like talking about football or he's talking about playing football and he's a kid or he's talking about anything. He's talking about a movie or something. I think, I man, he's a cool dude. He's talking about, he's guy, the guy sends like thousands of kids to university and stuff. Right? He's a good guy. He's not a bad guy, LeBron. And people, oh, Marcy, hate LeBron. No, I don't hate, I like LeBron the person. So I think I'm clarifying this pretty well now, actually. I like LeBron the person. I think LeBron the person's a good guy. And he's done great things for people, including his life and his other people. And he's he's given back. And you know what I mean? He's passed it forward. Like, he's you know, all that stuff. But I think he's disingenuine with his basketball persona. I think he's a phony. I think he's a fake. I think he's a phony. And I, maybe I'm crazy and I'm the only one. But it's like I just see through him. I've always sort of saw through it about the victimhood stuff. I caught on, right? Look, I'm a Raptor fan. And the Raptors and Cavs, dude, like, you know, the guy ruined my life, right? I, you know, for every year. I've seen him in the conference finals and all the like, you know what I mean? And I've seen this little act when he wins, he gets the credit. When he loses, it's everybody else's fault. Everybody else is a loser. That's the other thing, too, that people don't want to play with LeBron. Cause you become the loser. Right? Everyone else is a loser. Right, oh, that guy sucks. Kevin Love sucks. Tristan Thompson sucks. Everyone sucks. Right? Everyone, oh, it's Kyrie's fault. AD's always hurt. Everyone sucks. But you got to ask yourself, how many star players are lining up to play with LeBron James? AD did. AD was on the Pelicans, and they sucked at the time. And he had the same agent as LeBron did. Point blank. So, all right. They weren't like lifelong friends or anything. They they were brought together like from an agency, you know what I mean? So they're brought together. What other star players? Russell Westbrook? Nobody even wants Russell Westbrook, so Russell doesn't count. Now and I like Russ, but it's not like Russ is some star that everyone wants. You know, what star player said, you know, damn, I really want to play with this team? He says, maybe it's me. Yeah, it is you. No one wants to play with you. They know you. you you're the guy. And he always says, oh, he's so unselfish. You know, I don't know. You scored 38, 36. You scored and only another two points. You didn't play again tonight. You ripped off all the fans that paid to go see you tonight. You don't care, though. Let's just call it out for what it is. He cares about his stats. He doesn't care about the Lakers making the playoffs. He cared about Lakers making the playoffs. He wouldn't sit out as much as he does now. It's about him. It always was about him. He went to L.A. in the first place to use L.A. as the brand and the market. Have they how many years is this now for LeBron? Is it five? Because last night I was wrong about all my years. <laughs> I said three and four Well, I was talking about another team. Uh, I'm just telling you with the Lakers. So what have they done? How many playoff series has they won besides like the championship? None. They lost to Phoenix. They won like they didn't make the playoffs twice, right? You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, if you take away the bubble championship, like, it's been a disaster. They didn't make the playoffs the first year. I remember they were only, like, four games out of the playoffs with, so like, 16 left, after LeBron quit on the season. He quit. He just, I remember he was like, oh, well, he'll stop playing. That's why, like, don't give me this greatest ever crap, man. You think Michael Jordan, like, would not play the next game after he broke a record just because he's still, you know, coming off the buzz and the high of it? Are you kidding me? Michael Jordan would get buzzed and, you know, stay up all night and then the next night go out and drop another 44. You guys are you so soft, man. They are the greatest. They're the king. Yeah, I guess the king, whatever. The king, but the crown ain't always on, I guess. That's the best, you know. You don't get to, you know, that's the whole thing. If you're a king, you got to fight 24-7. Like he's, I like him as a person, but the basketball part, everything bothers me with this stuff. The selfishness the other night, like the the lack of awareness, like I am the greatest. Yeah, I know, dude, we know. You knew you were breaking this record. Everyone did. Don't act all surprised. Like I can't believe. Say it was the greatest thing ever when it happened. Like, really? I know a lot of competitors that would say, I don't care. Like after the game, say I don't care about the record. We lost the game. We're a bunch of points out. We're not even, you know, Records are nice. I'll think about it down the road. LeBron should actually like watch like how some hockey teams and hockey players handle that stuff. I had breakfast with Wayne Gratsky. I said, you know, Wayne, you know, you're only trailing Marcel Dion by three points for uh, the lead in, um, in, the, in the NHL point standings. He goes, How many points does how uh, many goes, how many points do I have? I told him, he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, how many? he goes, how many does he have? And I told him, I said, 91 or whatever. And I said, he goes, what? And he goes, I have 88. And he goes, really? He goes, I didn't know that. <laughs> so he said to me. He goes, I didn't know that. Wayne Gretzky. I said, you didn't know? I said, you didn't know that you're, 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 that you're battling back and forth every night for the scoring title in the NHL? And he goes, I hear people talk about it, but he goes, no, I don't. I don't look at the numbers. I don't care. He goes, it's irrelevant. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And he goes, no, I don't know. It's Wayne Gretzky, true champion, right? Like, more humble. Yeah, that's the difference, humble. I'll never forget D'Angelo Williams. That was the best story ever. That was last year on Media Row, D'Angelo Williams. I, we came back, I introduced D'Angelo Williams, and I said, we're joined by the MVP like the 2008 Motor City Bowl and uh, Memphis Tigers, and you know, former Carolina Panther, And he looks up and he looks over and he goes, uh, he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, what are you talking about, MVP? He goes, I didn't win MVP. He said, it was right, it was on the set here last year. He goes, I didn't win MVP. I said to him, I said, yeah, you were, I said, you were the MVP in the Motor City Bowl. And he goes, he goes, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Type thing. and I told him, and then I sort of started to get, like, I said, uh, I said, D'Angelo, you set an all-time, you, I said, you set a ball record, bro. You rushed for, like, 330 yards or something. And I I got up the stats, and I was like, I was like, you rushed for, like, 278 yards and caught, like, you know, he had 90 yards receiving, man. Like I said, you set, like, a ball record at the time or whatever. <laughs> and you know what he says? He goes, he goes, how the hell am I supposed to have and remember that? And I said, "You don't remember being the MVP of a bowl game," and he goes, "Why would I?" <laughs> he goes, "Why would I remember that?" <laughs> and he goes, "That's that's a long time ago." And I love what he goes. He goes, "I don't know why you know that." <laughs> so he said, "He goes, I don't know why you remember that." I said, "Really?" And he goes, "No, I don't care, man. I don't like." He really had zero lot. Like, oh yeah, that was a great day. He was like, yeah, and he goes, I kind of, and then it was funny, because I think me and Cam said we were at the game or something. Came up, and he goes, yeah, I don't know. He goes, I kind of remember, like, he goes, yeah, maybe I remember playing UConn or something. But it was, D'Angelo Williams, one of the funniest guys I've ever interviewed. Really, really funny guy, cool dude. All right, so... Matthias, have you given your, um, we, you know, our schedule's all whacked. Like my my brain's fried. Great job holding you down, Stu. I know you're dealing with stuff. I'm flipping out about lost tapes. You're dealing with Carl in the background, fixing the evidence. Yeah. Everybody's stressed out, but great job. Um, <laughs> it's like the, the the hoops that, like, the obstacles. And then in the end, I'm like, ah, trash it anyways. Just for the record, guys, I lost it about an interview that we were supposed to rerun. They end up finding it because I'm like, well, like, it's not lost, so find it. Um, they end up finding it, and I'm like, ah, you know what? We're not going to play it. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> but there was a reason for that. I'm not being a jerk about it. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, it is it is. what it is. But we got the big fight this week at the UFC. And uh, what's your final score, Matthias, just in case? Like I said, we got a million guests over the next couple of days. You never know what's going to happen here, so... I wanted to get your Super Bowl score in it and your quick UFC picks. What do you What are you doing this weekend?
5: I think 35-31 Eagles over the Chiefs in a Ooh, nail biting game. Me. So you know I'm taking that over. I, I, I like that score line right there. Eagles, you made me flip flop at the end of the the day too with with the Patrick Mahomes winning the MVP. Don't put your money on the MVP. Oh, really? You made me switch my mind. Yeah, yeah. I was going the other way, and you're right. I, and you know what? The Eagles were my pick at the beginning of the week, and I flip flopped. So I went back to, to the. You don't just bet the, because to, to of route.
4: that. I'm just stating that this shit hasn't happened it, it, since. It's 19- a gr-
5: it's a great thing to put up, though, Gabe. You're right. You're you're right. You know, and I saw the long list of MVPs that I've lost, and it's like I'm not going to fight fake, Gabe. So I'm with you. <laughs> and you know what? I'm feeling oh, yeah, more, so and more who's than who? Alex. Tom Brady,
4: Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, like Peyton Manning. Let's not about Peyton Manning's lost like twice. Type thing. Yeah, your boy, Matt Ryan. <laughs> it's the kiss of death, bro. It's the kiss of death. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like I said, you brought up a great point and you made me rethink it. And, yeah, I went back to my original piece. The Eagles win it all. Fly, Eagles, fly. And I think that Volkanovsky is going to upset Makachev, Gabe. Wow. I, I think that Makachev has gotten a little too cocky. And he kind of lost that humbleness that he had. He's never been too humble, but I think he should, be, be, yeah, you're he should right. have been a I little that bit that. more humble to Volkanovski. You know, Australians don't wrestle, blah, blah, blah. Dude, Volkanovski's a rugby player, man. You know, if you're going to tell me that this guy, Volkanovski, has any sort of fear of Makachev, he's wrong, man. No, Volkanovski's not afraid of this guy. No, no fear whatsoever. Some... You know what? Volkanovski's a better striker, Gabe. At the end of That's the day, what I was gonna he's say. a better striker.
4: I like you No, know, I, I agree with you. Volkanovski actually said that. Volkanovski said that last week. And he said, all this talk about wrestling. He goes, let's see if he can stop me from punching him in the face. That's what I like. It basically, that was the gist of it. He goes, let's see if he can stop me from punching him. Like, like basically, he was getting tired of it. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Bring it
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com is america's primary system working
0: is the electoral college still the best process for electing a president could a third-party candidate ever be successful in a new season of you might be right Former Tennessee Governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.
6: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need.
4: Am I actually in Phoenix? Is this live? Yes, it is. And in fact, to uh, to prove it to you, look, I'll hold the phone up for your video feed. Look, 1257. See, I can't make that up. Uh 12 1257. That's the thing, it's another thing that's really pissing me off, Matthias. The show normally ends at midnight, bro. <laughs> it's ending at one AM here for me. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> you know I mean? late,
5: Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I, did, I did a show from New York like five months ago or whatever it was. I forget oh, when you it was, like but that. that was late. <laughs> Doing the show from New York until 3 in the morning, that was that was a trip. I've never done that before. That was a long no, one. I'm telling
4: you right now, I'm never, ever, ever living on the East Coast ever again. Like, I'm not going back in time, dude. I feel like that's the thing. I'm like, dude, like the hours. Put it this way. I know the routine with this. You know, I have my little routine after the shows, right? And I'll kick back, I'll prepare for the next show, and I'll watch Star Trek, and then um, Baywatch comes on after Star Trek. And I can't lie, I've never been a Baywatch fan, but I just leave it on now. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever, I'll just leave on. So I get back to the hotel room, it is, and Baywatch is already on. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's like I've lost an hour of my life here, and I'm gonna be back here at like 8.30 in the morning. We got a big day tomorrow, if you guys are unaware. Um, hopefully we're still on, you never know, man. You got a million guests and stuff, and our boy, Pat McAfee, is getting sued by Brett Favre. So breaking news, Brett Favre is suing Pat McAfee. <laughs> like, as if Pat like, doesn't have enough publicity as it is, like, Brett Favre's just gonna make him bigger now. You're never gonna win the case. It doesn't matter if we all think you're a scumbag. We're allowed to, For that's our opinion, and I don't think Brett understands this. To sue someone for defamation, you have to prove that you're not making money because of something somebody said. You can't just sue someone because they called you a scumbag and it hurt your feelings. You have to prove that my wife left me because of this or whatnot. Dude, whatever. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.
0: Is America's primary system working?